How do I know if I should talk to an employment lawyer? Specifically though, what are the red flags to watch at my job? All right, so yeah, that does seem like a bit of a softball question, but I think this is really, really important. And it's amazing to me, I've been practicing law for 20 years, it's amazing how often people have that gut feeling that I talked about you know, in answering the last question. They have that gut feeling that something is wrong, but they don't do anything about it. And they just assume that either the company knows what they're doing or it's all in their head, and they don't do anything to enforce their rights. And the reality is that, I'll say it again, if you think you might need an employment lawyer, you probably do. You should never do anything that's going to compromise your legal rights without getting legal advice. So signing an employment contract, accepting a severance package, accepting a promotion and signing off on, on some documentation of that. Or if you have a, a job and you feel as though you're being bullied, you know, we talked a bit about that in one of the previous questions. If you're being harassed, if you feel like you're being discriminated against, if you feel like you're being excluded, uh, or on the flip side, and we've, we've had many people in the last couple of years in the, uh, I guess the, the Me Too or the post Me Too era, we've had a lot of clients who've been accused of sexual harassment. And they know there's an investigation going on and they may have already gone through the interview process. They want to know what their rights are. Again, you should go speak with an employment lawyer to make sure you understand your rights. Your rights. Um, so again, if what are the red flags? I mean, there are far too many to mention now, uh, but it's when things are changing. You know, so I'll start you know, at the beginning of the relationship. You get an offer, you should get a review. The end of the relationship, you get a severance offer or there's no severance being offered to you at all, you should go see a lawyer. But during the relationship itself, what are the red flags? Things are changing. Your job is changing. Your reporting relationship is changing. You're not being involved in the same uh, processes, tasks, projects that you used to be. The job there, the work that you used to do is now being given to someone else. You are being passed over for promotions where it's clear that you were the right person for the job. Anything like that, you should go see an employment lawyer. Or you're being uh, discipline for things that everyone else gets away with. So you come in 902 and you're written up and yet your colleague comes in at 915 every morning and is never spoken to. Again, that's a form of discrimination essentially. You should see a lawyer. You can always start by going to HR and every company is different. In some companies that can be effective. In some companies, especially a very small company where the owner is HR, that's not going to get you very far. But if you have concerns, you can start by going to HR. Uh, but I would usually recommend that you're going to want to see a lawyer as well. And as I've said a few times, I think today, document everything. So obviously, if there are emails, save them. And remember that there may come a time where you don't have access to your corporate email anymore. Uh, so if there are important emails, don't just assume that they're stored on in your corporate email. You can access them anytime you want. At some point, you may be cut off. So if there are important ones, for them to yourself, download them, print them, do whatever you have to do. And then for anything that's not in writing, document and make notes to yourself on april 14 2019 i met with so and so in the kitchen i said this they said that um, document as much detail as you can even down to things like what they were wearing because at some point if your credibility is questioned the more detail you have as long as it's accurate the better so if you can say not just sometime around the spring i spoke to so and so but on april 12th at the you know during the afternoon break in the lunchroom and she was wearing a red top and black pants, that's going to be even more credible. It's going to make your case even stronger. So document everything. And the best thing, you know, when we have people come to us, I'm going to ask them what they have in terms of documentation and ask them to put together 
put together whatever they don't have and get it to me because I'm going to want to review that because the reality is people are more uh, persuaded by documents than by verbal evidence. So it's one thing for you to get up and say, this is what happened. It's even better if you have something in writing. And that's just, a, I guess, a quirk of human nature. So document as much as you can, but then also don't let it sit. Now, if you think something's wrong, then go see a lawyer. And oftentimes we're, you know, we'll often have someone come up to us proactively and I'll say, you know what? I don't think you're there yet. You're not at the point where you could make a claim, but it may go that way. And in that case, we can give you the, the roadmap essentially as to what you should be doing, A, to protect yourself, but be to document and gather all the evidence so that you're ready to either pursue a claim or to defend yourself if need be. And I'll come back to the situation where people are accused of harassment. You know, we'll have people come into us and ask what they should do because they know they're being investigated. So the first thing we'll say is, look, if you're investigated, tell the truth, but you also need to document everything and make sure that you have the evidence necessary so that if you are, let's say, fired because you are found to have engaged in harassment, you want to be able to defend that allegation if you need be, and perhaps even be uh, go on the offensive and file a wrongful dismissal claim. So, see a lawyer, document everything. It's really what it comes down to. Uh, and I know we've got to wrap up in a moment, but it's kind of it's kind of a good segue to to one of the points I wanted to make. You know, you look at the questions that we answered today, and, and Rob, I'm sure you've got many more, and we can go for another hour. And I've I've done sessions where I've gone to conferences or I've done sessions for various organizations where it's just an open ask an employment lawyer. And I've done an hour, I've done an hour and a half, I've done two hours. And we've never ever run out of questions. The reality is there are tons of questions about employment laws. And it's not surprising because employment laws impact almost every single one of us. Almost all of us are either employers or employees. And what continues to amaze me is that whether it's your, your business or your career or your job, it's a fundamental part of your life. And yet people probably spend more time trying to choose the right cell phone provider than they do assessing their employment contract. People don't take the time to understand the legal consequences of contracts or anything that happens at work. And in many cases, they'll just kind of brush it off and hope it gets better. And the reality is it, is almost, it almost never does. So I will say this, and again, it might sound self-serving, it's almost always less expensive to either investigate a concern or prevent a problem than it is to try to fix it later. Uh, and we've seen situations where a five minute phone call could have saved someone tens of thousands of dollars. For example, you're let go and you're offered a severance package and it's eight weeks and you think, well, that sounds about right. So you don't go see an employment lawyer because it might cost you three or four or $500 to get, uh, to get advice. And instead, you sign off on the severance package. And later, you find out that you should have been entitled to 15 months. Uh, and I've seen this happen time and time again. Or on the flip side, you're an employer, and you think you have an employment contract that is you know, watertight. So you dismiss someone without going to see an employment lawyer. And instead of being on the hook for, let's say, $5,000 in severance, you're on the hook for $100,000, plus your legal costs, plus your employee's legal costs to have to get it from you. All these things add up really quickly, and if you had been proactive, five or ten minute phone call could probably have saved you or gotten you tens of thousands of dollars. 